Thank you for hitting play on the Successful Hairstylist podcast. I'm Ren Lopa, the CEO and co-founder of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. Salon Marketing, and I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book luxury clients in just 30 minutes a day. The stylists I've worked with have been able to double their sales in only 30 days, and so instead of worrying about their next paycheck, they're focusing now on raising their prices and scaling to that 10K a month level. You can have that too. Today's training is all about pricing. In this, I am sharing four key ways to set your pricing or audit your pricing behind the chair. I want you to have CEO level confidence when it comes to creating your pricing so that when there's talk about pricing, when you're handing your clients a quote, you can feel so good about it inside because you know exactly where the number came from and you know it's a steal for your clients. You know that they're getting so much value, they would be crazy not to love the pricing that you're giving them. Your sweet spot is going to be somewhere in the middle of the data points that I share with you today. And I sincerely hope that you take the time to break down each of these areas so that, again, you can feel amazing about how you're showing up for your clients. Because when we feel like we might be ripping people off, ooh, that shows up so quickly. And then we will self-sabotage our way out of business. So, Grab a pen and paper and let's dive in. I'm so excited to be hopping on here and talking about a huge topic, which is pricing. And I think that this conversation is so important because a lot of times we're like arbitrarily setting our pricing or we just kind of set them a long time ago and then we're just seeing if it's working for us. but. We don't always have a rhyme or reason, so I'm going to be sharing four keys to pricing and these ideas come from a book that I'm reading right now actually. It's called Six to Seven Figures and it has so much information and I feel like the way he broke down pricing was so smart and super relevant for our industry. So I'm going to be sharing this pricing method with you guys. Again, there's four different pieces to it. So before we jump in, I love seeing all of your all of you here. Please go ahead and comment and tell me what specialty you have behind the chair. So whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, go ahead and comment just so that I can see the range of people that are here and how I can relate that to pricing and hopefully give you some really good advice or feedback as we're going. So just so you all know, doors are gonna be closing for my June round of luxury client method in just two weeks. So you have two more weeks to get all signed up and you'll know like this program is for you like i'm sure you've seen me post all the student stories all the testimonials i'm sure you've heard me talk about it before but this program is for you if you feel like you've been doing all the things you've been implementing all the things you can google all the things the educators talk about and yet you still just don't feel like you're seeing the results for all of your hard work you're not getting those clients in you're not seeing that boost in sales and you're probably feeling a little bit frustrated so if you're doing all the things if you've tried everything and you just cannot break through to that next level get all these clients coming in please DM me the word method 
because the luxury client method truly can transform your business and it is simple you guys these aren't complicated hacks tricks techniques that you're gonna have to spend hours on i show you how to make it so simple to sign high-end clients that get your favorite services to do. So it's gonna be great. DM me the word method so that we can talk about it more if that is for you. Okay, so what is going on with pricing? Um, in my story, I just did this morning. So if you haven't voted in my poll yet, you can go and check that out because I'm gonna be writing some content this week kind of all about pricing. But a lot of times when I ask my audience about pricing, the consensus seems to be, I just feel confused about my pricing, right? So we can just sometimes feel like we have them, they're there, maybe they're good, maybe they're not, maybe I could charge more, maybe I'm profitable, like they're just kind of there. So what I want you to do with these four keys that I talked to you about today is I would recommend, like if I were you, I would sit down and I would actually audit my pricing by walking through this process as if this was your first time setting up prices. Okay, so I'm not necessarily saying you even have to change anything, but when we can put the why behind what we're doing, we get to feel so much more confident. Like I remember when I was behind the chair and I would quote prices, ooh, my hands would be shaking. Like I would feel nervous, I would feel uncomfortable. I would be hoping with all of my might that the person would feel like I had the value to bring that that meant I deserved that price from them. So when we know why things are set up how they are, we can actually get amazing results because we're not sending out the weird energy, right? We're not sending out this energy like, please accept me, please think I'm worth it kind of vibe, which can really be self-sabotaging in this situation. Okay, so let's jump into it. So the first part of setting your prices or auditing your prices is going to be finding your bottom. Okay, and as we talk about this, what I kind of want you to picture is like almost like a Venn diagram, right? So we're going to have all of these circles but they're going to overlap and in the middle is where we're gonna find that sweet spot. Okay, so none of these things that you're going to be calculating is going to give you the answer. Like no one can give you the answer for what your prices should be, but all we can do is collect information and make really educated, confident CEO decisions, okay? So the first one is find your bottom. Basically, how much does it take to run your salon on an hourly level? Okay, so this is going to be going through all the steps of looking at your expenses, calculating, you know, per day, per hour, and going all the way through it. So essentially, what do you need to make per day or per hour in order to just keep your doors open, in order to just not even get paid anything? <laughs> Basically, just pay your rent and pay your overhead and keep the lights on for another month. So this is really what we wanna start with. Okay, so this is gonna be the bottom. So that number is gonna take some digging, but you're gonna write that in let's say a circle over here. So on the flip side, we want to look at what is the ceiling, okay? So a lot of people just talk about finding the break even and then, you know, whatever, but like let's talk about the ceiling part, okay? 
what is the highest, let's say the ultimate value, the highest price that you've ever seen or that you think um, could be possible for, let's just say, you know, session pricing or for two hours of your time or whatever your specialty service is. So this ceiling point, we're not even setting this and saying people would buy it at this point. We're just saying this is like the top supreme of what I could charge for my services, okay? So that's gonna go in another circle. And as you can see, as we start to lay all of these out, your pricing is gonna be somewhere in the middle, right? So you have your bottom, now you have your ceiling. So let's make another circle. So this is going to be your competition. And I know a lot of people out there like hate talking about competition, like whatever. You guys, we need to know what our market is used to paying in our area, right? This isn't about copying them or assuming that they know what they're doing. This is just looking at it from the customer perspective, your client perspective of looking up five salons online and what range of prices are they seeing, okay? So we want to get some comps. We wanna see what everyone else is doing, um, specifically for the services that we wanna be known for and the clients we wanna be attracting. So that is gonna be a third number, okay? And I'm sure that number is gonna be somewhere in between the bottom and the ceiling. So now you have these three. So this last piece of this pie, this. Number four out of four is so important, okay? So listen up. So this one, this last piece is called saleability, okay? Saleability. What price can you actually sell and get people to become your client? Get them to be loyal and keep coming back. And there's many layers to the sellability place, to the sellability piece, because we talk a lot about like, being the most talented stylist doesn't always guarantee we're going to be successful, right? That we're going to get the money for that. We have to be good at representing our value, representing and essentially selling ourselves. How good are you at selling yourself? And one of the pieces here that we don't talk about a lot in the industry, you know, we say charge your worth and like all this stuff, but we don't really talk about how if if you don't feel like you deserve the prices that you're charging, it is not gonna work. You are not gonna be able to sell those appointments. You're not gonna be able to book those appointments, get the clients in. You're not gonna be able to confidently hand them their ticket. Like you are going to self-sabotage yourself out of business, okay? So as much as we might wanna be at a certain price point where we feel like it's our worth, what I want you to do is I want you to spend some time with your intuition, however you do that. Maybe it's outside walking, maybe it's in a quiet room, but I want you to be able to connect with your intuition and ask yourself, what price could I charge where I feel like my dream clients are so insane? They are like a little bit dumb if they don't choose to work with me, right? What price can I, how can I position myself to where people, it is like such a no brainer for people to say yes and start working with me and come in. And I'll give you a little example. So like the luxury client method, like I said, doors close in two weeks, we get started super soon. 
I could price that like different people in the industry price it, you know, three times higher, five times higher what I bring in that program. And when I look at it though, I know I can deliver 10 X results. Like my students can make $10,000 more in a year by being in that class with me. So when I, it's priced at $9.97 to me, I'm like, come on, like this is such a no brainer. And because I feel like that, because I know the value that I bring to the table, it is easy for me to sit here and talk about it. It is easy for me to reach out to people or to have these conversations and ask these hard questions. And I have a lot of confidence about it because I know what I bring to the table. And so even if you want to be able to say, you know what, it's a thousand dollars to book me out for a session pricing for blonding. Okay, you might think that's what you should be doing, right? But as long as you're over your bottom, as long as you're over your bottom to where you're going to be profitable and you're going to be okay, I want you to start or get your prices in a place where you can just feel like this is a no brainer. Because when we feel insecure about our prices or when there's that little bit of doubt that like, Ooh, I don't really deserve this. Like, I don't know. These people are a little crazy paying me this. You might not say one word, but it's going to translate. It's going to translate in not offering the upgrades that people love, not, you know, offering them retail. Cause you're like, Oh, they already are spending too much money. It's going to translate in being shy about writing posts about what you do. Because at the core, you're like, I don't feel good about what I'm asking people to spend with me. So that's not to say that at the same time, we're not going to be working on mindset because as we know, a lot of that is just mindset. People will pay for things that are clearly a win for them, right? They're going to pay for that. So that could be any price, but we have to catch up our mind. So if you're feeling like, one of the reasons why you're struggling to bring in clients right now is due to your pricing. Then what I want you to look at is really spend time to get all these categories. Okay. Because we can't underprice to where we're not profitable and we have to shut our business down and we can't go to the sky. Right. And we can't be way outside of our market, but I want you to pick something that to you is just like, Oh, people are winning so hard <laughs> by coming and working with me because they get so much for this. They get so like, this is such a good price and start there. And then you can always work your way up. And I think that this is just so important, especially for those of you out there who are building, you know, our conversations around pricing changes a lot as we are fully booked and now we're scaling. And I think that a lot of times stylists in the growing phase who have the gaps, who are trying to get fully booked, who are maybe still struggling paycheck to paycheck and on this kind of like income roller coaster. I feel like they try to jump right to the strategies that the, that you use when you're scaling. They try to jump right to the mindset that people use when they're scaling. And unfortunately, we're just not there yet, you know, mentally and emotionally, which sounds really silly, but all of this really matters when it comes to what we're doing. And so we almost need to take a step back and just check in on our intuition. And the good news is 
when you start here, even if you think, you know what, I would feel really good about, you know, whatever amount that is, if it's underpriced for your market, I mean, that can already just start out just feeling so good. Think about how motivated you're going to be to go out and be like, oh, you want to do blonding? Well, I can do it, you know, the best in my area and I am the best priced in my area right now. So come on, let's make this happen. Then as you're getting the clients, you're getting more experience, you're building your confidence, then you're raising your prices. So when, just to go back to the beginning, when we really look at why we're doing what we're doing versus pulling a number from a salon we used to work at or just pulling a random number from an educator online, right? We aren't going to have a lot of confidence in that because we don't get where it's coming from and the why. And so when a client, heaven forbid, pushes us on our pricing, we are going to be terrified because we really don't know and we kind of are like them where we don't think it's the right thing either. So knowledge is totally power here and your intuition because, you know, as you scale, as you grow a team, as you do all of those things, it can change. But you working as an independent stylist, you working as a solopreneur, it is a lot about you and how you feel. And you feeling like you're not, you know, you're showing up authentically and really having something beautiful to give. Because when we start to feel like we're ripping people off, even if it's subtly, even if it's not true, we will sabotage our business. <laughs> we just will. So get clear on these four categories. And I would even say at least twice a year, so every six months or every quarter, you can check back in on some of what this is, especially as expenses go up, right? Inflation goes up or prices go up. Our bottom is going to be changing. So this is something that we do want to be checking in on regularly just to see. And then over time, your gut is going to change, right? Like what might have felt good six months ago to charge, now you're going to be like, no, I deserve more. So we always need to be checking back in on this. Our prices are not set and forget. I want them to be a very active part of your business. And so just to recap, these four categories are finding your bottom. This is your break even point. The second one is finding your ceiling. This is almost going to be like the absolute max that you could be charging. Um, and then the third one is going to be competition. You need to know what people in your city are used to paying or used to seeing. Because if we're too far out of it when we're newer and we don't have the clients that we've established the trust with, that's going to be really hard to sell, right? Which is going to start hurting our feelings and all kinds of things. So competition. And then the last one is saleability. What is a price that with your whole heart you can be behind and get excited about? So make sure that you're taking time with this. And just before I jump off, I did want to make a note about imposter syndrome. Hi, Alyssa. Happy to see you here. Michaela says, love this. Thank you. You are so welcome. I'm so happy you're here and that this is resonating with you and feeling helpful for you. Um, I did just want to talk about imposter syndrome really quick because 
I think that, again, a lot of times it's like, oh, just charge your worth. You're just having imposter syndrome and all this stuff. But on the practical level, you guys, sometimes if it feels bad in our gut, there's a reason. Like <laughs> maybe our skill isn't where we want it to be. Maybe we just, like I was saying before, our gut just feels like we're ripping people off and the value isn't there. We need to pay attention to that. So it's like not just dismissing our anxiety about things, not just dismissing those imposter syndrome feelings, but really taking a hard look at where it's coming from and then how we can really be getting it to where it needs to be and feeling good about what we're doing. When we're showing up and feeling like we are, you know, taking people's money and like doing all these underhanded things, we're not gonna go home at night feeling excited. We're gonna get burnt out. We're gonna get resentful and bitter and upset. So having that authenticity, bringing that intuition in is going to help so, so much. So I hope that this has been helpful today. Um, I would love for you guys to even DM me and just tell me like, what are your takeaways? Um, how was this maybe different from what you've heard of before or tried before? I'm absolutely here for you guys. I love showing up and doing these trainings and everything. So come over to my DMs. It's at RenLovaOfficial. And otherwise, I will see all of you next week. So thank you so much. Hey, you. I see you working so hard. I know that you're trying all the things, and yet word of mouth continues to be the only way you're trickling in new clients. At this pace, you know it's going to be another three to five years to reach your goals. You see others out there making progress, and honestly, it seems really easy for them. You're wondering, what is missing? I want you to know this isn't your fault. Most likely, you've been copying and pasting methods that have just worked for someone else instead of having a method as unique as you. It can be different though, even if programs haven't worked for you before, even if you've struggled to follow through before, even if you struggle with ADHD, depression, or anxiety, even if you're new to the industry or older and this whole social media world feels so foreign to you, even if you don't want to make videos, it can be different when you know the few things you need to focus on to actually generate money in your business everything becomes clear. In five weeks, your business can look completely different. DM the word method to me on Instagram for details. It's at Renlopa official. I'll see you there.